This is the Amazing Education Podcast. Powered by the Ames Community School District, I'm your host, Eric Smith. On today's episode, we are joined by Ames High senior Adam Wolf. We're going to have an amazing conversation to reflect on his high school music career and how he approaches every situation with a sense of optimism. All right, Adam Wolf, thanks for being on this episode of the Amazing Education Podcast. How are you? I'm pretty well. How are you? I'm doing very good. So you're a senior at Ames High. How has your senior year been going so far? It's been a turbulent one. Uh, I think it's not what any of us imagined our senior years would be. You know, my whole class, I think, has agreed that this is not quite what we had in mind. But I think that we've all come out of it indefinitely a more resilient place than I think we thought we would. I think that in March, when everything sort of just was taken away in an instant, it started, it very quickly became apparent that there was not going to be an easy way out of this. And so I think that a lot of us have used this opportunity to to create opportunities where we can. And I think that we've ended up making the last part of our senior year probably far more fun and far more eventful than our first part was. I think that when we, even as far back as when we started the year, I think we still had no idea really what we were going to be able to do. And I think that in the last couple of months, we've finally been able to realize that we can do some of this and create a semblance of normalcy and do it in a safe way. So it's all in all, you know, I can't speak to what anyone else's senior year has been like, but it's been turbulent, but it's been good. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate your attitude um, about it. And we're going to talk more about that um, coming up. You know, I, I talked with one of your classmates. It was a senior actually just yesterday at Ames High. And so, you know, I was asking her about her senior year as well. And I was like, you know, was it more difficult to be a senior this year or last year? And then I had the realization of, although everything started last year, you know, the seniors had three quarters of their year actually normal. And then suddenly it changed. And, you know, that last couple months was difficult. But, you know, you entered your senior year in a lot of unknowns and it's it's different. And um, but I appreciate your attitude about it. So as a senior, you know, you're hitting the end of your high school career here at Ames High, and you've had quite a memorable one in, in, in the fine arts. I mean, you're involved with music, you're involved in, in musical, the marching band, madrigal. Talk to us about your involvement in all of these activities, because you're busy. It's true. <laughs> I am busy. I like to keep it that way, though. It's more fun that way. Um, well, I... Allstate happens first. I have to go in order because my whole year revolves around what do I spend my early morning hours doing. It's and what season you're in. Exactly. Yep, exactly. I get it. Allstate's first. Allstate, we start music actually before school even starts. And we all learn that process. And that process is different for band and orchestra kids than it is for choir kids. Yeah. So the Allstate choir process is we actually learn the pieces that are going to be presented at the concert, all but one of them. And so that takes up the first probably 60 days of our of our early mornings. We come in on the second day of school and we work before school to get our audition pieces ready. There's a prelim somewhere right in the first part of school to take everyone who wants to audition for Allstate down to the group that will represent Ames High mm-hmm. at Allstate. And the band and the orchestra do that too, just so that we have a unified force and we know exactly who's going in and who's going to be working on that music getting ready to prepare. Uh, so we take that, we learn all of the music, Auditions historically have been in groups of one, two, three, or four. 
This year it was different. We had to audition as a solo. And I was so excited when we got results back because I think everyone, there was no concert and there was not going to be a concert. And so I was really excited that so many Ames High kids still took it upon themselves to learn that music and to get to a position where they could say, hey, I did that because more Ames High School kids in the choir department made it than they even did last year. Um, Knowing that there would be nothing super fun and celebratory at the end, but just doing it to get better. Yeah. So Allstate's sort of our first project. I got cut from Allstate in 2018. It was total bust. It was, it, my whole group would tell you it wasn't a great audition and I felt bad because they were all a year older than me. So they probably took it harder than I did, but it was my first time auditioning and I totally, it was just not good. And what are you playing? I'm singing. Okay. I am a vocalist. So got I auditioned it. for Allstate three times as a vocalist. Got and it. I got cut my sophomore year because we weren't great. We were well auditioned and we were well rehearsed, but I think there was a certain level of maturity that we just didn't have as a group. So I went back in 2019 and a different group before, they were all, one was older than me, so I guess one was a senior last year and then the rest of us were all juniors and we went in and three of the four of us made it, which was fun and exciting. And I think that at that point, I really realized the group really helps because then we did this year and we were all auditioning as soloists. It was a very different atmosphere because God bless her, Peggy Dieter had to play with all of us and came in all the time to work with all of us. And she did it in a lot less time last year because we had Mm -hmm. four of us to work with at once instead of everyone as a solo. But it's been a good experience. Uh, I think all of us who make it, feel really good about it but I think that there is a certain sense of just knowing that you put in the work that I've been on both edges of that sort and even not making it to know that you worked on this and the growth that happens in the all-state process is really real yeah. and really exciting how, I mean how, how challenging is it because you know I was talking um, with some people this year in that you know you did it virtually right. you, you submitted things and it was almost like you spent more time preparing. Oh, absolutely. Because you could review, you could look at it and be like, oh, yep. you know, you fine tune. Whereas if it's in the moment, right. it's it's you prepare and then it's there and it is what it is. You it's have a done. shot, it's done. Exactly. Which is also, you know, a relief at times. Absolutely. But this time, it's way different. Exactly. This time you could play replay. And in the past, you never could. You walked in, and the judge was in the corner of the room, and you just sang. Yeah. And whatever happened during those 10 minutes is what happened during those 10 minutes, and then you left, and it was done. Kind of like it was meant to be. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) And this was a a lot more analysis on our parts, which I think actually made us all stronger vocalists. I think in the moment it was really tedious, because you're looking at that, and you're like, well, from second number 36 to second number 38, I wasn't where I wanted to be. You went back, and you tried to do that exact part over again, but you can't cut the video, so you're no, right. singing the whole excerpt again. Yeah. But I think it did make us all stronger because we recognized how important all of what you do is. Now, did you now when when you got the the finished you know yeah. product? Did you just know you're like, that's it, we did it? Uh, yes. There were a couple of times where Mrs. Dieter threw her hands in there and she was like, "That's the one. We're done. We're not <laughs> recording this again." And I was just like, "Awesome." You probably needed that, right? Voice, exactly. Though. At some point, you just need Mrs. Dieter to say, "That's enough." Stop, stop overanalyzing. Yep. That one was great. We're going to put it in and we're going to work on a different excerpt. It's hard to know that though, because it's almost, um, and I experienced this on projects that I work on. I need other people to look at it right. because you're too close. Exactly. You're too close Absolutely. to the situation to be um, objective sometimes in your own work. And sometimes Absolutely. you just have to be, 
here it is. Right. I, I did it. Right. <laughs> right. I did it, and it's done, and we'll see what someone else thinks. Oh, I and get it. I think the band directors and the orchestra director, Mary Kate Palaszczuk, and the choir have all worked on that with us this year, being yeah. like, hey, you guys can only be so brutal. <laughs> Everyone else is doing this process, too. Yep. You have to submit it. Like, at some point, you have to just say, this is really great, and put the ball in someone else's court. So then, let, let, what's the next season? The next season is Madrigal. And Madrigal, I've been in for four years. It is a audition. It's the most selective chamber ensemble at Ames High School. Yeah. And it really is more an experience than it is a choir. Uh, we learn 18 pieces of music every year. Ten of those change, and eight of them are the same every year. Something close to that. Something yeah. like that ratio. Um, but it's really just a community of people who really love to sing. And it's been really cool because I started as a freshman. There were three freshmen in it my freshman year. And you have no idea what you're getting into. But it really is an incredible way to not only experience other people at Ames High School who love singing and who love performing, but it also is a really incredible asset to the community. We always make a point to go out and to carol in little stores on Main Street mm -hmm. during the holiday season just because it's something fun that we can do that can make a couple people smile or we'll stand in the back in the tree section of Target and sing for them just because, again, it's something to do and it makes people yeah. smile. So I think that that's really what Madrigal is. It's a lot of preparation and it's a lot of work and it is hard, hard music. But at the end of the day, it is something that we can all be proud knowing that we did and that we created and it really brings a lot of joy to a lot of people. How much, you know, like with any any club or, you know, group, whether it be, I mean, this, but athletics or a club, like how yeah. much community or how much, I know that there's a ton of community right. in it. How much joy of being part of that community and have, you know, I'm assuming a lot of these other students or your friends, right. you hang right. out outside of these things. Yeah, like absolutely. how much, um, how much are you going to take that, you know, with you and, and remember? Yeah, I think that's totally a takeaway. And I think that that's maybe a more important takeaway is that these are people who really love to sing, but they're also, you build a relationship with those people. Yeah. You're working with them every day at seven o'clock in the morning. You're having, There's something to that. Exactly. <laughs> and you're you're together every day. You're wearing these huge costumes. But it creates a huge sense of community and a sense of um, belonging because we are the the most diverse group of people you could possibly put in a room together. Yeah. And yet there is a shared sense of what we're here to do that I think makes it really special. I've always found, you know, the the people who are by your, you know, everyone has students, you know, that you have class with or, right. you know, and I have coworkers that, you know, I work with every day, but you really find out who your friends are by when you go through experiences together. And right. some of those experiences are super positive, but they can be challenging, totally. you know, what you described. Totally. And that just, it doesn't go away. Like right. you, you will have those friends and those memories for years right. to come. It's pretty cool. It is fun. It's pretty fun. So we have uh, Allstate, Madrigal, and then the year's not over yet. The year is not over. <laughs> the next project is musical. And I was not involved in musical my freshman year. My sophomore year, I was called in after swim season because Mrs. Dieter needed one more guy to do the tavern scene of Fiddler on the Roof. And I said, okay, I'll do that. And auditioned again last year, got to play Harold Hill in The Music Man, and then auditioned this year and got to play Danny Zuko in Greece. And the musical 
is a lot like Madrigal in that it's a, a really unified group of people. But I think the difference in musical and Madrigal is that musical has an added sense of acting. Yeah. There is acting everywhere. And you have kids who don't know how to sing at all, who come in and audition, and who learn singing for the first time through the oh, musical really? process. There are kids that know how to dance really well who get to use that skill on stage and show that off, you yeah. know? So I love that musical embraces so much of Ames High School, whether it be the tech kids, because they do an incredible job with what they do, but also the pit. It's a really fun opportunity to get kids who are in the band and the orchestra, and in some cases, uh, the jazz band and things like yeah. that, into the pit to get to have them play, because it's a huge, it's a win for us because they give us energy, we give them energy. So yeah. I love that they're down there and we're up here on stage and there's that energy. So I love musical because it, it is such a fun group of people, but it's also a huge group of people who are working together for a yeah. common goal. So, and then... Oh my gosh. <laughs> All sorts of other things. In the fall is also marching band. Yeah, right? That That is an experience like none other. I think Ames High Marching Band is different for a couple of reasons. Ames High Marching Band has tradition on its side. Yeah. There are things that we do at Ames High School in the marching band that are just Ames High School. I love the marching band, yeah. by the way. I do. And our marching band doesn't compete. So all four curricular bands build the marching band. Yeah. So on any Friday night on that field is going to be a freshman who has really overwhelmed with the whole process and a senior who's done this all for four years. And I love that about the marching band because it is really something that brings together 300 kids to just perform because they love to do it. You know, this is a point of pride and I, I tell a lot of people this, the Ames High marching band is bigger than Iowa State's marching band, Iowa sure State is. University marching yeah. band. It's a point of pride. It sure really is. Really cool. And it's cool because all of those kids understand what they're a part of. Yeah. I think that we have tried as a band leadership team, and I know that the band directors put a huge emphasis on this during marching band season, is we want to make sure that every kid knows that they are a part of something bigger than themselves. Yeah. They're a part of the Ames High marching band, and when they float the Ames up and down uh, while they're playing Ames High Loyalty. It is so much bigger than one person doing yep. those moves. Let's talk about, you know, you're a senior this year. And so, you know, you kind of went through your, you know, high school career in some ways as far yeah. as maybe not being a part of stuff early on and then, you know, the, your last several years being a part of things. But now you're the senior. And there are other students, you know, whether it's in marching band or the musical, they know you're the senior. That's true. So how much did you embrace that? I mean, I know you referenced being a part of marching band leadership this yeah. year. Like, how much did you embrace that your senior year? I think that you had to embrace it all. And I think especially this year, we had to embrace yeah. everything that was coming our way. You know, we did Madrigal after three reschedulings at the end of January when it's usually the first weekend in December. We did musical a month late. So I think in some ways you just have to embrace that this is my senior year and if I want to get something out of it, I have to get other people on yeah. board, you know? And I think that that created a, a forced sense of leadership at the start that we really, and I, the whole class really at Ames High School has embraced that is if we want to do something, we have to get everyone involved yeah. because we can't take this on on our own. Uh, and so I think that that's been really fun. Does but, that come natural to you? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what comes naturally anymore and what doesn't, but I don't know. I think that 
at the start it was really uncomfortable because I yeah. was like, oh my gosh, how how do we do some of these things? Yeah. How do you convince enough kids to do Madrigal, to have a Madrigal right. with a mask on? Yeah. Like, how do you convince yeah. people that's a good idea? How do you convince people that you can, <laughs> you did do, it. You can do Greece with a mask on? And we did it. Yeah. And so I think that over time as we started to get the first opportunity and then the second one, I think that it did start to come more naturally. Like, like do you find yourself, um, you know, say the musical, for example, you know, there's a freshman or sophomore that's on the stage with and you're like, hey, no, no, come, you know, come oh, over yeah. here and do this. Oh, yeah. Or in marching band the same way. I mean, you know, the, the instructors, they, there's 300 kids out on the field. Right. They can't see everything. Right. So like wherever you're at, you're kind of the leader in that area. Like, do you do you, do you pull other students around there, and be like, no, come over there here? There are some <laughs> moments like that, and there were certainly moments like that, especially in musical, where we were like, hey, you guys have to recognize that you're freshmen and sophomores, and there are so many more of you than there are the twelve of us who have lines in this show. Yeah. So you have to understand that you are incredibly vital to what we're doing in Greece. But seriously. Oh, absolutely, yeah. because. They're giving us our energy. They're having fun. They're not in as many scenes, but the scenes that they are in are so pivotal to what yeah. we're trying to accomplish, right. whether it be we're performing a prom or we're doing um, Grease starts at a high school class reunion and they all have to look bored out of their minds, you know, but that sort of thing is what makes the show. Yeah. Because right. if it was just the 12 of us who had lines right. doing Grease, everyone would be working yeah. out their minds. Well, but these are lessons that everybody learns in, in whatever um, project they're working on. I mean, you learned it when you were a sophomore. Oh, I mean, totally. you, didn't, you didn't have all the lines, you know, oh, when you no. were a sophomore. And But you, you pick up how a show is put on Absolutely. so that when these students become seniors in a couple years, they're in your they're, position. Exactly. And... They're in a position to succeed. They've, <laughs> right. got, they've lived it, and now here they are, and they'll put on the next one. So much time, like, in the week, um, and I know it, you know, it, ebbs and flows in the season yeah. but how much time in the week are you putting into like your music because you're putting in a lot of time off hours i mean yeah there's the rehearsal for musical when it's musical right. season but right. but you're studying lines absolutely outside of that absolutely i i don't even know how to put a number to it i probably <laughs> spend five or ten hours a week yeah. it all depends on the week and it depends on the project but yeah. i like to make a point to sit it down at the piano and sing and sit down at the piano and practice little vocal techniques just to be ready for the next Do project you? that comes okay. up. Absolutely. Because I think that if we can if I can keep my skills sharp that when an opportunity arises, I can just go out there and I can do it, then that's the way I'd like to be. So absolutely. So I practice all the time both for projects that do exist and for projects that I hope will come up. Yeah. So that's usually what I do. Are you going to, you know, now music, I've always found, I mean, it's a, it's a lifelong endeavor, Absolutely. but are you going to continue it next year? I'd love to. Okay. I'd love to. I'd love to be a part of a choir. I'd love to continue singing and see where it takes me. That's the cool thing about music, though, is that you can make it what ever you want to be Absolutely. for decades to come. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you really can. It's... Yeah. No, no one stopped singing because they got too old. So <laughs> I love that about it because I can do, you know, you can take it and you can do what you want with it. Yeah. And I think that's a really cool. Well, and it can change over time. Absolutely. You know, whatever you're interested in now, 10 years from now, it could be the to same thing. Totally it could different. be very different. Absolutely. That's really cool. So one of the cool things that um, I was told about you is that you were given an award of optimism. And so I have a number of questions about about <laughs> this. But, but get, w w what is this and, and what sure. does it mean to you? So Dr. Nyberg 
uh, Ames High the, principal. The Ames High School principal. Yep. Uh, nominated me for this award. And I think when I first talked to Dr. Nyberg, the first interaction that I had with her was on a Google Meet trying to convince her that we were going to have a homecoming parade in September. And she was totally on board with it. And then obviously things far beyond our control yeah. dictated that we couldn't. But that was the first conversation that I had with her was we were trying to figure out how we were going to do this. And I think that as the year went on, she sort of realized that I was not going to stop pursuing and trying to get things to happen. And so I really appreciated it because I think we've all tried to create opportunities. Yep. And I think we've all tried in different ways to take on dealing with COVID and creating opportunities. And somewhere there has to be an intersection. And how can we do that? And so I think that it was more than anything a recognition that I I did try to make some of those happen. things happen and have some early conversations. I always said that if there was not going to be a madrigal, there could be no musical. Because if you can't convince people that you can stand six feet apart and sing with the mask on, there would be no way that you could even try to take on Greece. And so I really appreciate it on her end. She was supportive of us trying to take this on because madrigal became the next step and then we were able to do Greece. And that was a huge draw for the community. So I think that's how that came to be. You know, in my position, I use, you know, I hashtag things for social, you know, I mean, you know how it is. And, and Ames High Pride is one that we use a lot. And I think you embody that. But a lot of our, our conversation, you know, was around, you know, your musical endeavors, but you're involved um, beyond just music. I mean, I, I, I know that you're watching our school board meetings at All times. The time. I know. All and, and I'll tell you, you know, and I'll be fully transparent. So I have to sit in on them. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I don't have a choice and, and that's great, but they're not always the most, you know, like riveting things that happen, you know, in our community on a Monday night, you know, but so yeah. what brings you to those meetings? I think that there is nothing more important than listening into school board meetings because those are the decisions that directly impact students. Yeah, well, and you're and, right about that. And I've, I've abs- I absolutely believe that. And uh, that's just been something that I, I sort of took it on in the pandemic. It was one of like the things that I didn't do a whole lot beforehand. I did it some and I knew some things. But yeah. since, you know, the level to which those decisions have been being made and all of that thing, I feel like the stakes are a lot higher. Yeah. And so I've tuned in to like almost all of them, sometimes for well over six hours, because I really think it's important. I think that the work that they do is incredibly important. The decisions that they make are incredibly important. And if I can be a small voice sometimes in what I think is right, or if I can tune in to try to better understand what other people are thinking is right, I will gladly take that opportunity. You know, it's not... um it's noticed. I think it's very cool. I mean, you know, I Thank give you. you a little bit of a hard time, but it, it's, uh, I think it's very cool to be Thank engaged you. at that level because I think your approach to it is 100% correct in that you have to be informed in, o- in order to have an opinion and then articulate, you know, what you yeah. think is the right move, you know, say to Dr. Nyberg. Right. And right. I, I know that she really values, you know, your opinion and other Thank students you. have done the work yeah. because you are engaged. I mean, you know what's happening and what's going on. And, and I get the impression that you also know the reasons behind it and that they're yeah. complicated at times. Oh, always. <laughs> but I often think that I would rather analyze the decision after understanding the reasoning that someone else took to get there than it is to just criticize the reason. Because yeah. you don't find any, you don't ever create compromise if 
you're standing there criticizing something that you have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. And so I would much rather sit there on a school board meeting and understand truly what these people are trying to articulate before yeah. I go out and give my two cents. I know? think that's really cool. Thank you. Are you, um, are you, you got an award of optimism, but I mean, do you feel like you generally approach, give, give any topic uh, in, in an optimistic manner? I don't know if I take every an optimistic approach to everything. I think that if you have the right mindset, you can get anything done. And I think that it's a matter of putting the pieces in place to get it done. Okay. And so that is, I don't know, maybe that is optimism in its truest form, but I have always believed that if you have an aspiration, the only thing that's keeping you from attaining that is the pieces that you have to put in place to get there. And I think I, my <laughs> senior year happening is, I think, a, uh, an example of that you know you have to put the play pieces in place to have a madrigal to have a musical to then eventually you get a band concert and you get a choir concert mm -hmm. but you have to start somewhere and you have to be able to take it step by step and a lot of people help along the way that is by no means a solo task you know but uh, I think you're correct in that too and I'll I'll just take an opportunity um, to give a shout out to the people who are around you and whether that be you know your family your friends I'm sure that you have some teachers that you work closely yep. uh, with Absolutely. and the skill set that you're demonstrating right now and the, the one that we're talking about the sky's the limit I mean yeah. seriously you, you will be able to accomplish and you know this because you said it you'll be able to accomplish anything you want Thank because you. You, you bring a right attitude towards it and and you know you always hit road bumps along the way and absolutely and that's this year was a road bump. Absolutely, sure was. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh, so, what are you looking forward to? You know, what maybe what have been your takeaways from this year? I mean, you know, you go in. Uh, it's a long. The school year's long. It Every is school long. year is long. Yeah. It starts in August. This one started in a weird way. It's going to probably end in in a weird oh, way. Yeah. But but what have been your takeaways from this year? I think that my biggest takeaway is that. We can really do anything if we listen and then we put the pieces in place to do it. That has been my biggest takeaway. And I think that in the process of doing that and in creating opportunities, you start to build relationships and you start to build community. And I think that we, in creating some opportunities this year when there were like none from March to August, yeah. it really gave rise to great connections. I think... In, in any facet of education and in most facets outside of education, it gave a lot of an opportunity for people to connect truly in a way that was really difficult to do prior to then because we didn't recognize that it was necessary. Yeah. And so that's my biggest takeaway. My biggest takeaway when I leave Ames High School on whatever day in the middle of June it ends <laughs> up being is um, just the connections that have been made along the way yeah. and that was it difficult? Yes. Did I love it at times? No. I cried at home on my birthday <laughs> because there was a board meeting at noon that day and they decided to go remote for two more weeks. Uh, but at the same time, we built a tremendous sense of community and a tremendous sense of being and of purpose along the way. And I think yeah. that that is my biggest takeaway in all of this. Well, on that, Adam, I think we're going to conclude this episode of Wonderful. the Amazing Education Podcast flies by. Sure does. Um, I wish you the absolute best of luck, and I just want to thank you again for for coming on. I absolutely loved this conversation, and 
I can't wait to follow and see where you go, you know, moving forward. Thank so, you. And um, thank you for having me. Yeah, for absolutely. Well, uh, and congrats on becoming, you know, you're a near graduate. You're soon going to enter true. the ranks of being an alum of Ames High. So. It's weird to think about, but thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again. Thanks.